If you are thinking about starting a podcast either by yourself, uh, with a co-host, with guests, uh, maybe it's audio only or uh, with video, please keep on listening. I started podcasting in early 2019, and for the rare occasions that I had on a guest, uh, it was always in person. But uh, once the pandemic came around and everything became remote, um, using Zencaster really, really opened up my possibilities of who I could have on a guest. I wasn't limited to the people who I could get in person anymore. Um, I have recorded guests using Zencaster everywhere from uh, just a handful of miles away from where I am in the Chicago area, all the way to the other side of the world in New Zealand. Uh, so the video and the audio quality are great, especially if they have a decent camera and microphone. Um, and getting the files couldn't be easier. I really, really love that Zencaster records the audio and the video to the person's local computer uh, so the quality isn't lowered when you get things like internet hiccups. It then uploads the footage uh, to the platform during the recording, and when you hit stop, it quickly finishes the upload and then processes the files so you can directly download them right from the platform. The files are even accessible if something goes wrong. Uh, and this next part, I'm going to basically read verbatim uh, because I couldn't have said it better myself. It's super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups. Backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation, too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button. If you have thought about podcasting before and realized that you need lots of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcast platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. So, go to Zencaster.com pricing and use my code WORDNERD W-O-R-D-N-E-R-D, all one word, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the Dictionary. This, this, this creepiest. Ooh, I'm recording this on October thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, 
at uh, 7.05 a.m. Oh, happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Well, just for me, because you're definitely not listening to this on Friday the 13th, or possibly watching. And in your watching of this on YouTube or uh, or Patreon early, if you're uh, if you're a patron, um, you'll notice the angle is a bit different here. Um, I, as I have mentioned, I think recently, my lower back is really, really messed up. And so I thought today I should, I should not sit on my tall, uh, tall chair at my standing desk. I usually stand, but you know, when I record this, I sit at a tall chair. Today I need to stand and I'm probably going to move around a bit because I have noticed that moving seems to help my back. Although I do think I might need some bed rest for like a day or a week. (laughs) maybe it needs to heal up or something i don't know but anyway standing is better okay let's get into the words the first word is enclave or enclave in enclave enclave e-n-c-l-a-v-e noun from 1868 this is a distinct territorial cultural or social unit Enclosed within, or as if within, foreign territory. As in the example, ethnic enclaves. So, social unit enclosed within or within. So, let's say there's two countries. Oh, oh boy. This, this, is, uh, this might be ti- uh, timely, because I'm recording this. This is, this is what, six, six or seven days after the war started in... Israel, Palestine, Gaza, Hamas, that whole thing, and I sadly don't know as much about these things as I should. Um, but this seems like, okay, so you've got you've got two countries maybe next to each other, two groups of people that are foreign to each other. Maybe they don't like each other. Maybe they do like each other, but in a lot of contexts, they don't. And let's say there's group A and group B, Group A has an area within Group B because it, it's a territory. There's there, uh, it's a cultural thing. That's a group of people, a uh, social unit, and uh, so that would be an enclave. It's an enclave of Group A within Group B. Is that that's that's the way to think about this? And I think it seems like maybe this is sort of similar to Gaza. I don't know if it's completely within Israel or maybe there's a group. I, I don't know. I can't I can't give you the details. Don't come to me for the most accurate information when it comes to geopolitical foreign policy things. But it makes, I think there's, there's something about there. Um, something about that in that, in that there. The word is from the Middle French, enclaver which means to enclose, from the vulgar Latin enclavare, which means to lock up. Okay, so that's from the Latin in plus clavis, which means key, and there's more at the word clavicle. So, yeah, maybe the group A people were taken by group B and then put into this enclave, and they locked them up. So that's why we have this word enclave. Science. Um, etymological science. Okay, the next word. Oh, I'm going to, my sound effect is going to be. The next word is enclitic. 
E-N-C-L-I-T-I-C, Enclitic, noun from circa 1663. This is a clitic that is associated with a preceding word. And enclitic is an adjective. Well, let's read the etymology. I'm not sure about this. I don't think I know this. I mean, I read clitic, I guess, a while ago. I don't remember it at all. This is from the Greek uh, enclitikos, which is from enclinisthai, which means to lean on, which is from en plus kleinin, which means to lean. And there's more with the word lean. So what is what is a clitic? We're just going to look that up here. Uh, let's see. It is an unstressed word that normally occurs only in combination with another word. For example, hmm, okay. For example, the apostrophe m in I'm. I am gets contracted to I'm, and so the m is unstressed. Uh, we can look at some images for more more things. Yeah, it's like a part of a word. T-O-S, T-U, T-O-N, uh, all of these sort of parts of words. Um, interesting. Okay, so, so then the enclitic is a clitic that is associated with a preceding word. So is it is it the same as a clitic? Are they literally the same thing? Hmm, doesn't really say. But yeah, that unstressed clitic word is sort of leaning on the other one. So like, hey, I'm a part of you. Anywhere you go, I go. I got to follow you around. I'm just going to lean on you forever. You're my friend. Uh, enclitic is also an adjective. And we read the etymology. So we're going to move on. Enclose. Uh, you could also spell it enclose uh, with an I. Go in there and close the door. And then you will be enclosed. This is a transitive verb from the 14th century. 1A1. To close in. And the synonym is surround. I've got you surrounded. We've got you surrounded. You can't go anywhere. You're enclosed. As in, enclose a porch with glass. Uh, I, w I would like a porch that is enclosed with, uh, with a mesh. One of those like... Three seasons, porches, you can just hang out there. You don't have to worry about the bugs coming in. I think that would be very nice. I want a, a mesh-enclosed porch. But this is the verb. Um, number 1A2, to fence off for individual use. And the thing that you are fencing off would be common land. So maybe there's just a whole bunch of land that everybody gets to use. But then, but then they're like, you know what? I would really like my own space, and you should have your own space. This is this is what we did. We said, you know what? We we need to separate. Why can't we just come back together? I think that's what we need to do. But no, many years ago we said we gotta separate. We gotta you you have your space, I have my space. Let's enclose this land and let's fence it off. One uh, B, to hold in. The synonym is confine. So if you were confining uh, a, a dog to a yard, you have enclosed it. Maybe they're on a chain. Maybe they have been enchained. Uh, there's a fence. So it's all enclosed. You're holding them in there. You don't want them to leave. Well, it's, it's safer. They might get hit by a car otherwise. Uh, I hold my cats in. I enclose my cats in my apartment because 
I don't want them to leave. I want them to be indoor cats, not outdoor cats. And, uh, you know, I, I, I respect the idea that, you know, they should be wild. I like that idea. But one of them has no claws, and she would, she would not do so well outside. The other one, I think she would like it. But I'm sorry. I love them too much. I don't want them to get hurt. Two, to include along with something else in a parcel or envelope, as in a check is enclosed herewith. Here, that's one word, by the way, herewith. Here with the package is also a check. I have enclosed it because it's all closed in and snuggly wuggly warm in the package. Don't lose the check. Uh, let's see. I think I think those were all the ones for enclose and the etymology. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious uh, from the Anglo-French verb enclore, which means to enclose, from the vulgar Latin inclaudere, which is from the Latin includere, and there's more of the word include. It didn't really say anything else about closing, but it's obvious you've closed it into a thing. Include. That's that's a similar word etymologically include uh well yeah like the like you've included the check in the package that you can you can just replace it i have included a check is included herewith next word is enclosure also you can spell it with an i n noun from the 15th century one the act or action of enclosing and then also the quality or state of being enclosed uh, so the act of closing a thing you're enclosuring, well, this isn't, this is, this is a noun. You have an enclosure, uh, but more, I think, I think of number two, something that encloses, and that's not one I think about, something that encloses. When I close the book, it's an enclosure. And then number three, something enclosed, as in a letter with two enclosures, Two enclosures, that means it's got two things in there. Maybe it's a letter and a check. Everybody loves getting a check in their in their letters and their packages. Um, I guess the one that I was thinking of, is it even the act or action of enclosing the quality or state of being enclosed? Something that encloses. Yeah, that's the one. Something that encloses. So like, yeah, yeah, you're putting up a fence. You got you got you got your little your little baby on the floor and you got to put up a fence around them so they stay there. You want the baby to stay in the fenced area. That's an enclosure. Uh farms. They they have lots of enclosures for their animals. The next word is encode. Transitive verb from 1919. 1A, to convert, as a body of information, from one system of communication into another, especially to convert a message into code. So the message there is the example of what you might be converting into code. And uh, yeah, you're just saying, okay, this information is here in this, this language, this uh, type of information, but we want it to be in this other type of information, this other language. We're going to encode it. Uh, 1B, to convey symbolically, and the example is the capacity of poetry to encode ideology. That is a quote from J.D. Niles. So, to convey symbolically. So, uh, poetry can convey ideology in a symbolic way. 
whatever the ideology is, maybe it's just something that you believe. It's an idea that you've got, you believe it, and so you're going to put that into poetry. But in poetry, you're not usually so literal. You're, you're making it more uh, metaphorical, symbolic. So you're getting your point across. You're encoding it. Yeah, I don't. that's not one that I'm really familiar with. Two, to specify the genetic code for. To specify the genetic code for. So we're probably talking about, yeah, literally genes, the genetic code. Uh, to, to specify the genetic code for. And so I guess, you know, sometimes these things, they get worded weird. Can you, can you word it another way for me, please? Um, you're, you're specifying the genetic code for a human. So you're encoding it. That's it. That's it. Encoder is a noun. There's no etymology because it's all about codes and putting it into a code. That's what it is. Next is encomiast or encomiast. Encomiast, encomiast. I don't know this word. E-N-C-O-M-I-A-S-T. Noun from 1599. One that praises is an encomiast. Uh, the synonym is eulogist. Okay, so a eulogy, well, we'll talk about that in the EU section. Uh, but when you're given a eulogy, you're talking about somebody who's passed away, probably, and you're usually praising them. Because otherwise, why would you get up there and talk? Why would you get up there and talk about how bad somebody was? You're supposed to praise them in a eulogy. So I guess the other word is uh, encomiast. Uh, encomiastic is an adjective. And... Uh, the etymology is all about praising. It's from the Greek word enkomiazine, enkomiazine, or enkomiazine, something like that. It means to praise. That's all it is. So if you are praising somebody for how good they did at their job, if you would like to praise me, you can be an encomiast uh, for me on this podcast. Please and thank you. Do that. I would, I would not disagree at all. Next word is encomium, E-N-C-O-M-I-U-M, noun from 1567. Short definition, but a lot of synonym information. This is glowing and warmly enthusiastic praise, also an expression of this. Okay, so this is, uh, this is, what did we say? It's a noun. Uh, so the first word was the person who's doing the praising. And then encomium, it sounds like this is the praise, glowing and warmly enthusiastic praise. All the praise. You know, when you go to write the the five-star review for this uh, show, you could do it on Apple Podcasts. You can write a comment on the YouTube thing. When you do that, you make sure you make sure to make it an encomium. That's, that's the really important part here. It needs to be glowing and, and just so warm. So warm. Okay, synonym information. Encomium, eulogy, panegyric. What is that word? Tribute and citation mean a formal expression of praise. You're praising formally. So, specifics. Encomium implies enthusiasm and warmth in praising a person or a thing, as in received encomiums from literary critics. So you wrote a book, and it's so good, and you got, you got encomiums about it. 
I've never, never, never heard this word. Oh, maybe that's because I've never gotten encomiums. Eulogy applies to a prepared speech or writing extolling the virtues and services of a person, as in delivered the eulogy at the funeral service. So yeah, you probably wrote up a speech. You might not want to do this off the top of your head. It's better if you write it up first. Panegyric, and I don't know how to say that word. It is spelled P-A-N-E-G-Y-R-I-C. Panegyric? We'll just say panegyric. This word suggests an elaborate, often poetic compliment, as in, her lyrical memoir was a panegyric to her mentor. And for some reason, that word just sounds wrong. I, I don't think it's pronounced that way. Her lyrical memoir was a panegyric to her mentor. So she wrote something about her mentor, and it was very poetic. Tribute implies deeply felt praise conveyed either through words or through a significant act. As in, the concert was a musical tribute to the early jazz masters. Those early jazzers. Uh, implies true. Deeply felt praise. So yeah, you've, you're praising them. You feel it so deeply through words or through a significant act. Yes, music. This is just a tribute. You gotta believe me. That's a Tenacious D song about the greatest song in the world. This is not the greatest song in the world. It's just a tribute. Citation applies to the formal praise of a person offered in a military dispatch or in awarding an honorary degree, as in earned a citation for bravery. Usually when I think of citations, I think of tickets. And I got a couple of those recently, and I am not happy about it. Not at all, because I messed up and I don't like that. I had to pay a bunch of money to pay my citations. Poopy, poopy citations. Stupid head. Okay. Um, oh, I did not read the etymology for encomium, but I think we know basically where this is from. But more specifically, it's different than the other one. It's from the Greek encomion, which is from en, which means in, plus komos, which means revel or celebration. So we're... Sorry, I got itches and things. You Deal with it. Um, so you got... You're, you're reveling, you're celebrating uh, the person, the thing, whatever, you, whatever you're doing, whatever you're talking about, you're praising it, you're celebrating its life. And that's, a, that's an encomium. Next is encompass. So it's the word compass with an E-N. Transitive verb from the 14th century, 1A, to form a circle about, and the synonym is enclose. So maybe it's a people, a group of people who are making a circle. Maybe you're walking in a circle, uh, but that's all it is. It's all about a circle. 1B, this is obsolete, to go completely around. Why is that obsolete? Isn't that basically what you're doing? You're going all the way around? Encompass, encompass the globe. That's You're going all the way around the globe. 2A, this synonym is envelop. Just completely surrounding a thing, totally enveloping it, maybe in an envelope. To be, the synonyms are include and comprehend, as in a plan that encompasses a number of aims. It includes 
It includes a lot of aims, a lot of things that we got to do. This plan has them all. Three synonyms are bring about and accomplish, as in encompass a task. Um, I don't think I've heard it used in this way. You're accomplishing a task, so you are encompassing a task. You've just, you've done it. Good job. Encompassment is a noun, and there is no etymology. So we got to move on to the next word. Encore. Now, no, this one, you would say encore. Spencer, you're so dumb. Of course it's the word encore. Noun from 1712. One, a demand for repetition or reappearance made by an audience. So the audience are the that's that they're the ones who are uh, making this demand, and uh, they want somebody something to repeat what they did or reappear. Maybe the magician they made themselves disappear, and and then they made themselves reappear after the encore. Two a, a reappearance or additional performance demanded by an audience. If the concert's over and the audience does not demand an encore, then maybe I guess, I guess you just shouldn't do the encore. Why? What, what are you going to do if they're not demanding it? That's not how it works. I mean, it, I mean that is technically how it works, but usually a band, when they're done, they uh, even, the, even if people aren't yelling, encore, 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 they still come out and do an encore if they've got the time and the energy and stuff and the material. We all love an encore. You feel like you're getting more, but it was probably planned the whole time. To be a second achievement, especially that surpasses the first. Aha, a second achievement. So you did a good thing, and then you did another thing that's even better. That's your encore. Encore is also a verb. You can encore the band to have them come out again. We always love a good encore. The last word, it is the first form of the word encounter, E-N-C-O-U-N-T-E-R, verb from the 14th century starting with transitive, 1A, to meet as an adversary or enemy. Oh, you, we, we got a lot of encounters happening in uh, Israel, Gaza with Hamas. Oh, bad, bad. I mean, like, it's real bad. I can't even stress how bad this is. And I just want, I want them to not deal with this with fighting and killing. We need to talk this through. This is ridiculous. Negotiations, peaceful. That's the way to do it. Come on. Come on, people. Same with friggin' Russia and Ukraine. And probably lots of other places that I don't even know about. Okay, so that was to meet as an adversary or enemy. 1B, to engage in conflict with. Encounter sounds like such a, such a chill word until you read the definition. Oh, encounter. No, I think it's, it sounds worse than that. 2, to come upon face-to-face. We are not literally encountering each other because we are not face-to-face, but I'm trying to get as close to it as possible. And where we got more? We got number three, to come upon or experience especially unexpectedly, as in encounter difficulties. Ho oh, ho, yes, my back right now. 
I am encountering some dis- difficulties. It was unexpected. A few weeks ago, this started, and I don't like it. I don't like coming face-to-face with pain. Here is intransitive. There's just one. To meet, especially by chance. Oh, we just we just happened to meet on the street. It's so good to see you. I haven't seen you for 73 years. What are you up to? Same old, same old. Just just walking up and down the street, hoping to encounter you. That's what I've been doing with my life. Okay, the etymology is from, let's see, the Middle Latin incontrare, which is from the Lower Latin incontra, which means toward, which is from the Latin in plus contra, which means against, or if you're a child of the 80s like me, you've maybe played the video game Contra. It's all about, yeah, against. It's uh, fighting, fighting and stuff. Uh, and then there's more the word counter. So if you're countering somebody's argument, you're against their argument. That's how it works. Counter, contra, yeah. Okay, hey, it's time for the word of the episode. Everybody's favorite time. Here we go. Enclave, enclitic, enclose, enclosure, encode, encomiast, encomium, encompass, encore, and encounter. Well, I like uh, encore. Uh, I can't give you an encore here in the show because it's just that's not how things work. Um, I love to get an encore when I'm uh, watching uh, maybe a musician, a comedian, whoever it is. Come on, come out again, come out again. Just do it again. Just do the whole thing over again. That's the best encore. Uh, I think I'm going to pick encomium as the word of the episode because it's all about glowing warm praise. And I want all of that just like you all do. We all want this. We all want to feel good. We want validations about what we're doing is good. Good, good job. Um, And I like to give it. You know, if you're doing a good job, I'm going to say you're doing a good job because I, I think that's important Oh, should we turn this into a song? It's really important to give encomiums. I mean, I could just end there. That's fine. But yeah, I think I think uh, we all just need to little, be a little bit better about giving praise to other people, make them feel good, and not be negative. On social media especially, there's so much negativity. Like why? Just because you're hiding behind the the mask of social media, you can just say whatever you want? People got feelings. Be positive. Don't be negative. That's what I say. On that note, let's talk about a word. No, we talked about lots of words. We need to talk about a movie. It's really easy for my brain to mix up movies and words. Uh, Okay. Evil Dead. Okay, this was the 2013 Evil Dead, uh, which we I guess we had seen probably about a decade ago. And uh, I didn't really remember it. It's uh, it's it's good 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 fun stuff. If you like the Evil Dead movies, I'm trying to remember. I don't I don't know if it was. What let's let's look at the reviews. Let's look at what is what is the uh, the good old IMDb say about this one. So there was a 2023 one that just came out. Well, that's I think that's the one in the apartment building. And in 2013, oh they go back to a cabin in the woods. Come on. Come on, people. Don't you know you're not supposed to go to a cabin in the woods anymore? Uh, from it's, it's only got a 6.5. Uh, I would probably give it a little bit higher than that. But uh, it's it's good. It's fun stuff. That's all it is. Horror movies, good fun stuff. I enjoy it. That's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening and watching. 
And until next and give me some encomiums. Until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. Goodbye.